Hey, hey, everybody, it's me, Jamie Hammond, with Fifth on the Daily. I hope you had a good weekend. I am in a new location at the moment. Um, Honestly, at the time of this recording, I'm not there yet. But at the time you're hearing this, I am in a new location. I am in Colorado. If you were there at the fifth service on Friday or tuned in, possibly, you heard me make the announcement that I was moving um, to pursue something that God has put on my heart. I just want to let you know that neither you nor me know or trust in a Jesus who leaves dreams in your heart only to be unfulfilled. I want to let you know that whatever Jesus puts in your heart, he that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So there were some things on my heart um, that I need to pursue. Some desires. I mean, if I think you might have caught in my tone for the past few weeks, what the Lord's been telling me and speaking to my own heart, that it's really time for me to leave the nest. Now, what's funny is I think some people get the impression, well, Jamie, it's funny because this is absolutely not the case. But I think some people, when they hear I'm going to pursue a new career, they automatically think, well, Jamie is running away from his calling. He is leaving the ministry. No, truth of the matter is you and me are ministers of the gospel, whether we be in a church pulpit or not. I'm thankful to God that preaching Jesus is not limited to a pastor or a preacher or a teacher or an evangelist. I'm glad that the pulpit that Jesus has given us to show people his love is not limited to the four walls of the church. Actually, it is dangerous if it's limited to the four walls of the church. And so, bottom line, I need to do what God has put on my heart, as we all do. And I just want to use this. I pray, um, not that I'm anything at all, but in all humility, I pray that maybe this would inspire somebody to take the step with me If there's something that's been on your heart for a while, I can promise you it's going to stay there and it's going to nag at you and prick you until eventually you do it in one way or another. So you might as well do it now. Um, But I want to show you a verse that I think will really give you peace, really settle you in making that big decision, we'll call it. Taking that big risk. Taking that next step that you've always wanted to take, but you're just nervous because the step of faith, the step off of the nest, for anyone, it is a little bit of a nerve-wracking step because you were comfortable in your nest. You grew up there. You were fed there. But in order to become what you were created to become, you must spread your wings and fly somewhere. And I want to show you a verse. 
And I'm going to be reading out of this probably for the next week. I want to let you know, though, even though I'm moving, I didn't want to talk too much about the move because especially for our international viewers and listeners, I don't want you to think that I have fallen off the deep end and I'm not going to do this anymore. No, I'm going to I'm thankful. I want to let you know that no matter what you are, whether you be a pastor, preacher, actor, a businessman, uh, a mailman, a milkman, you work at a grocery store, you work a part-time job, you have no job, you're a single mom, you're, a, you're in a married family, no matter what you are in, you can show people Jesus wherever you are. You are a preacher. You can't avoid, <laughs> you can't avoid a preaching calling, the calling to preach. No matter where you run to, no matter what career you have, this is you. This is who you are. Whether you be in the state you're in or in another state or in another country or in another career or in another situation, this is who you are. God calls us all. And now I want to let you know I'm talking to Christians right now. Um, For those of you maybe not necessarily sure what you think about Jesus, I'm going to get to you in just a second. Uh, you can expect in these episodes to come, I'm really going to really going to try and pray that the Lord helps me to really distinguish who I'm talking to. That's one of the things he's working on me with is that I'm going to try in every episode that I, that I, uh, that we record on the daily that I'm addressing everyone specifically because sometimes understand this is just a side note but we can try and talk and say the same thing to three different groups of people we can say the same thing that we were saying to christians to non-christians and the same thing we're saying to elderly christians to younger christians and the truth of the matter is i believe we can preach the same gospel but you must make it understandable and simple to whatever demographic you're talking to. That's why we see, for instance, every apostle actually did this in their books. We see the apostle Paul, apostle Peter, apostle John. That's why you see them in the Bible when they're writing their letters. They'll oftentimes, if you look into it, they'll just kind of stop and say, okay, now I want to take a moment and talk to non-Christians. I want to take a moment and talk to Jewish people who believe that we're still under the law. They really distinguish, 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 distinguish who they're talking to. So I want you to know that especially if you're non-Christian and maybe you're listening to, listening to these, I encourage you just to stay open-minded, um, just like your professor would tell you to do, to stay open-minded um, and just... Listen for the times where I specifically say, now I'm talking to non-Christians. And of course, you can listen to the Christian parts too, but um, I care enough about you to really, I want you just to hear something. Because sometimes when you're talking to Christians, understand sometimes Christians, we have like this Christianese that we talk in and non-Christians just hear it and think these people are completely whacked out of their mind. So I want to take some time in the episodes to really address and make things simple for you and understandable for you. So 
all that to say, all that to say, I want to help you, no matter who you are, by the help of the Holy Spirit, by the help of God, I want to help you today really become settled with that next step. Because understand, whether you be non-Christian or Christian, it differentiates a little bit, but the sound or the thought of taking the next big step, of taking a risk, of making that big decision, of really going for it. I think with both groups of people, whether you be non-Christian or Christian, the thought of taking that huge step towards what your dreams are and what's on your heart can be a very scary thing. So I want to give you, at first I want to talk to Christians here, Something that will help you call the shots in your life. Something that will be the shot caller, you could say. And I want to read this verse out of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To which you're also called in one body and be thankful. Look at that. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. That word rule obviously speaks, whenever we hear the word rule, we think of a kingly presence. We think of a ruler, obviously, some sort of king, some sort of person in authority that has the power to rule. And here it says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. What does a ruler do? A ruler, essentially, is the shot caller of whatever he rules over. He calls the shots. He makes the decisions. He says, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to make this law. Um, We're going to do this as a country. We're going to do this as a government. I'm going to do this for you. He's the ruler. Essentially, he can do whatever he wants to do to a point at least in those times. It says, and let the peace of God. Now, non-Christians and Christians alike, we all, I think, can agree that most people think of peace as a feeling, something that I feel, a feeling of serenity. And I can achieve that by listening to quiet music, to meditation, to yoga, to different things. Not that any of those things are necessarily bad. I think that you can get into deep ditches in either of those where things just get kind of really weird, to be honest. But today, I want to show you what the shot caller will be in your life. It says the peace of God, let it rule in your life. And actually to back up my point even more, that Greek word used for rule, let the peace of God rule in your hearts, actually is the word from where we get umpire, like in a tennis match, like in a baseball game. 
someone who says, what is a strike and what is a ball? Someone who says, for basketball, what is a foul? What is not a foul? What is two points and what is three points? Essentially, the umpire, it's... (laughs) You will hear avid sports fans say things like, well, the umpire decided that game. He called the shots for that game. He decided the outcome of that game. The umpire can really... (laughs) The shots that he calls will really... You can pretty much say... I wouldn't say... Ultimately, it's a bigger scheme of things when it comes to the peace of God. But in natural terms, when we're talking about just an umpire, he pretty much does decide the outcome of the game. I like one of the most, one of the best examples to me, I think, is in a tennis match, he decides, the umpire will decide what is in and what is out. I love that, man. Essentially, let the peace of God decide what is in and what is out of your life. What decision is in and what decision is out. The peace of God will decide for you. And people read this verse. It's funny. This is where Christians get that common phrase, follow peace now. Come on, follow peace. Follow peace. Follow peace. Do you feel peace about that girl? Do you feel peace about that guy? Do you feel peace about this job? Do you feel this? Do you feel that? Well, no, I don't feel anything. I don't know what I feel right now. I feel a lot of emotions. I try to feel peace. I feel peaceful sometimes. I think when I just forget about all my problems, I feel peaceful sometimes. But can I tell you something that I want to let you know that as a non-Christian, if you're examining just this whole thing of Christianity, I can tell you that feelings will always change. You know this from ask all the married folk around. Feelings change. That's why love cannot and is not a feeling. I love you as long as I feel love towards you. No, 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 no. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. Love is I choose to love you in hard times, in good times, whether I feel like it or whether I don't feel like it. Love is a choice. Can I tell you that peace is the same? Peace is not a feeling. I can really tell you peace is essentially, if I could define this for you, peace really is the choice to trust that God is going to make sure that everything's going to be okay. I want to say that again, I think. Really what peace is, peace is a choice. Let me put it very simple. Peace is a choice to trust God. Peace is a choice to believe that God's going to work everything out. This changes what I make my decisions based on now, folks, because now I'm not going, because if we're going on 
If we're making all our decisions based on whether I feel peace or not, we're never going to make a decision at all because you're not always going to feel peaceful. But I can choose peace no matter what. This tells me a lot of things. I can <laughs> let the peace of God call the shots. Let the choice to trust God call the shots. At the end of the day, your decision should always be not based on logistics, not based on pros and cons, not based on what I think is better and what I don't think is better. And this is for all people. This is for Christians and non-Christians. It should be based on now, I understand if you're, not a non, if you're a non-Christian, then maybe you don't necessarily, you don't believe in God yet or you're skeptical of it. So maybe I'm just talking to Christians here. But in whatever decision you make as a Christian, to trust Jesus is the best choice. Well, that's obvious, Jamie. No, 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 no. I want you to really look into this. What if you made every decision based on this? You wouldn't be afraid to take a risk, would you? I wouldn't be so afraid of mistaking what I feel for peace and what I don't feel for peace. Do I feel this? Do I don't? No, I choose this. I choose in this big risk that I'm taking to trust God. And that is what is going to rule in my heart. That's going to be the decision maker. That's going to be the shot caller. It is the choice I make to believe that God's going to make sure everything's going to be okay. Not just okay, but great, beautiful in his timing. He's going to provide for me. He's going to be faithful to me. And let me tell you, that is peace. It is a choice. That is why you can take the risk. That is why you can take that big risk. Go for that big decision. Because I'm telling you, God will provide for you. I want to pray for you today, whether you be non-Christian or Christian. that you would choose to trust God because that word peace, actually, it has some very interesting implications. That word peace, its original meaning in the original language of Hebrew is the word shalom, which means complete and total wholeness. Can I tell you that trusting Jesus will always lead to complete wholeness in your life? Just to rely on him, depend on him. It's not on me. It's not on what I feel. It's not on what I do. Jesus is going to be faithful to me. So I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for you that you take that big step and you trust Jesus and watch him be faithful to you. Let me pray with you. Father, I thank you that you're faithful, that your word says 
your faithfulness endures for all generations. I thank you. We choose, Father. We choose peace. We choose your peace. We thank you that it rules in our hearts, that it's the shot caller. It makes the decisions. And it's not a feeling. It's a choice, Lord. And we choose to just rest in you. We rest in your love. And we believe you're going to provide. We believe that you're faithful. We believe that you're going to protect us, guide us, and give us success. We thank you, Father, for your love and how good you are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, well, I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions or anything like that, whether no matter who you are, there is no stupid question. Just ask it. Go ahead and ask me, um, and I'll try to respond as soon as I can. Email me, though. And I know email is old school, but I don't want you sliding in my DMs or anything like that. Because I just don't want you to do that. So, <laughs> so email me at fifth with a five, th daily at gmail.com and just give me questions, suggestions, anything, 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 anything. But hey, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm Jamie Hammond out here from Colorado. I love you so much. God bless you. I'm Jamie Hammond with Fifth on the Daily. Have a happy Monday, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.